Welcome to the Author Biz Podcast. I'm Stephen Campbell, and each week I'll bring you interviews, information, and insights focused on the business of being an author. You can find the episode show notes, links to everything mentioned in the show, and lots more information at theauthorbiz.com. Hello, my name is Stephen Campbell, and I'd like to welcome you to episode number 0.5 of the Author Biz Podcast. That's right, it's not episode number one, that's coming on June 30th. But episode 0.5 serves an important purpose. You see, the Author Biz is a podcast, and podcasts are distributed by podcast directories. So this is a true chicken and egg scenario. You can't start a podcast without an episode, but you can't promote an episode without your show being in the podcast directories. But I can tell you what the show's about and give you a short preview of some upcoming episodes. The Author Biz is a Monday podcast that focuses on the business of being an author. As we all know, it's a great time to be an author. It's also a perilous time to be an author. The ground is shifting beneath our feet, and the only certainty we face right now is that things will change. It's no longer enough to just write great books. We need to be the CEOs of our own small business. We need business plans, tax advice, marketing expertise, and a grasp of contract law just to stay afloat right now. And that's the purpose of this show. Each week, I'll have guests that offer insight into the publishing business, as well as insights into what we all need to do to run our own small businesses more successfully. In the first three episodes, I'll have guests like New York Times bestselling author Taylor Stevens, who will walk us through some of the nitty-gritty details involved in dealing with large publishing houses. Things like foreign rights, movie rights, specific contract clauses, and even how royalties and advances are actually paid. So it's, of course, it's going to vary from publisher to publisher. It's going to vary based on format. Like, I'm assuming that if somebody does an e-only book, that the terms are going to be different. So this is just sort of a general overview. If you sign a traditional deal with a traditional publisher, and since I'm really bad at math, Let's just use either, let's see, there's go with 10,000 or 100,000, kind of extremes, but I can work with tens. Um, so let's say $100,000. Um, that's a really, really big advance for a book. And um, what advance means is in advance of royalties. So when a publisher decides how much they're going to pay you, the author, for your book, they run their fancy metrics, they, you know, bounce it off other people in their departments to get a feel for what they could do with this book and how many copies they think they can sell. And then based on how many copies they think they can sell and how much money they're going to get out of it, they're going to offer you money in advance of the royalties that they're expecting to get back. So let's say you're really lucky and you get this big $100,000 advance on your book. Okay. The contract, (laughs) wow, celebrate. Don't (laughs) celebrate yet and don't quit your day job. We'll also have Darren Wearmouth, a data-driven independent author who managed to sell 60,000 copies of the very first book he published in less than a year. Among the many useful nuggets Darren shares is how he digs deeper into the mysterious world of Amazon sales ranks. Yeah, um, I've I've kind of come up with a system to work it all out. Um, And there's a few sites that I... I, I crunched the data together to come out with it. Um, so I, I could give you a basic chart that, that will give you how many sales a day equates to what the rank is. 
But then to delve a little bit, bit deeper than that, if you want to analyze certain books and look at the performance, um, you can go to eReader IQ and um, put in the book and it'll tell you the price of uh, it, the full history of the book. Then if you go to novelrank.com and click on sales rank for the same book over the same period, it will give you the rank. And you can see fluctuations quite often between um, price and rank or or occasionally um, price and promotion. If you see a book on promotion, then check two weeks later to see the impact of it at what price it was doing, whether it's 2 99 or 99 cents. And um, if you put the table of uh, sales versus price rank um, against all of this that I've got, you can pretty much work it all out. Do you think most people do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm a bit of a geek. <laughs> Our guest on episode one will be Joseph Badal a man who spent a long and storied career at the highest levels of the mortgage industry. He'll share how he translates the skills he learned running an extremely large business into lessons we can all use to run our own small businesses. You mentioned the email list. Let's talk about that some more because I think that mm-hmm. is absolutely critical. And there are so many people that think, I don't need an email list. I don't even need a website. I have Facebook. What, you, what would you say to mm-hmm. them? They're wrong. I, you know, the people on your email list are not necessarily on Facebook, and uh, the people on Facebook are not necessarily going to check out your website. And, and uh, it 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 it's all additive, but it's not interconnected. And I I think that uh, you you basically have to take every reasonable. Uh, platform available to you. You need to use that as an author uh, to get the word out. And you may, when you use the term brand, you just hit on the co- on the core of the problem. What most authors don't understand is they have to have a brand. Now, maybe if I'm writing romance novels, then maybe part of my brand is talking about my relationship with my love interest in real life. Maybe that fits that brand. But if I'm writing thrillers, that's, that is not part of that brand. And so, uh, you know, the, the concept of an everyday hero blog fits right into the main character in my books being an everyday hero of somebody that, you know, what I, the way I like to put it is that my heroes are ordinary people who do extraordinary things. Well, that's exactly what an everyday hero in real life does. This, this kid that got the Medal of Honor awarded to him yesterday by President Obama. Mm -hmm. There was a kid from, from, uh, South who, um, if you look at his background, uh, he was just a normal, everyday American. That kid did something extraordinary. And that's what, uh, what, that's my brand. That's part of my branding message. And if I could get all authors to understand that they, as you pointed out earlier in our conversation here, is that this is a small business. And every business needs to have a mission statement. Every uh, business needs to have a brand. And if if people would focus on what their brand is and then use the Internet, use social uh, media to enhance that brand, it would be so far ahead of the game. I hope you'll join us each Monday as we explore the constantly changing world of the author business. If you listen to podcasts via iTunes, please subscribe. 
The show will also be available through other podcasting outlets as well as through our website, which is www.theauthorbiz.com, and that's biz, B-I-Z. You can also follow us on Facebook. If you have comments or questions, you can let us know on Facebook or through the website. You can also email me at authorbiz, A-U-T-H-O-R-B-I-Z, at gmail.com. This is Stephen Campbell. Thanks for listening, and please check out the podcast beginning June 30th. Thanks for listening today. I hope you found it helpful. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, including past episodes, you can visit the website at www.theauthorbiz.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. If you have comments or suggestions for the show, you can leave them at the site, or you can ping me on Twitter. I'm at Steve Campbell FL. Please join us again next week for another informative episode.